Hey guys, welcome back to another exciting episode of Explicably Inexplicables. I'm Arnov. And I'm Nikhil. And today we're embarking on a global journey to explore a bunch of different startups around the world. So just by prefacing the beginning of the episode, this episode is going to be structured a little differently. We're going to go through different locations around the world, talk about how like the startup culture there, you know, the creative there, um, how it's different from the other places around the world. And we're just going to go around like that. So I guess our first stop on this in this you know startup journey is Silicon Valley, California. So Nikhil, what makes Silicon Valley such a hub for startups? Well, I think there's definitely a multitude of reasons for that. I think the probably the one that people would guess the most is obviously just the education in that area, right? There's yeah. obviously top universities like Stanford, UC Berkeley, UCLA, and even, you know, those are also UC Berkeley, UCLA, USC are all state schools, right? And Stanford yeah. is a private school. Just a lot of different educational opportunities, which fosters innovation and critical thinking skills, exactly. right? Um, and secondly, you know, the access to venture capital is truly unparalleled, right? With firms like uh, Sequoia Capital and Anderson Horowitz, you know, driving investments, right? Um, and even just, I think for me, uh, you know, if you've ever been there in that area, there's a sheer, like, genuine, like, there's so many people, there's so much population. And with that, there's so many opportunities, right? So many companies that can invest in your company or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a support system, right? Because there are a lot of successful people that live there. Exactly. So if you ever need advice or something, you can ask someone. And mm -hmm. so I think, you know, with that, there is a culture of risk taking and failure tolerance, right? So it's something that encourages entrepreneurs to keep dreaming big, right? Even if they fail. Yeah, I think that's really important. Like once you have like an environment where everyone is like-minded and you everyone has the same motive and initiative like you you end up steering towards that way like they say if you're in a room full of like-minded people you become one of those like like-minded people if you're a room full of millionaires you end up becoming a millionaire mm -hmm. right and so like just like that having that environment of everyone having the same motive the same goal drives um startup that's just startup culture right Especially when all these people fresh out of like college, fresh out of Stanford, have these great ideas for startups. And, and when they live in an environment when everyone is building a startup, they feel motivated to do the same thing. And I think that's what drives innovation in Silicon Valley. For sure, yeah. Um, you know, even beyond that, there are several other cities and locations throughout the world that are similar to Silicon Valley and success. And I think one that's not really talked about a lot is um, Israel, right? Mm -hmm. The Israeli startup scene is truly thriving. And so what's kind of the secret sauce there, Arnav? Yeah, so I guess, first of all, I just want to preface by saying Israel being a startup culture is not very common. It's not very common knowledge to most of our viewers. But after some thorough research, we found out that it actually has such success in startup culture just because of its strong emphasis on technology and innovation. And I think the military plays a, a huge role in that, right? As all as most of us know, is something that people do know, is there is a lot of military station in Israel because of the Palestinian conflict. And that actually plays a significant role in nurturing tech talent through Unit 8200, which is akin to the NSA in the U.S. government support, through programs like Yasma, which has also been very pivotal in attracting venture capitalists, venture capital and fostering entrepreneurship. Mm, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I know. That's something I didn't know either until, you know, we started researching about that. Yeah. Um, something that's like a little bit more commonly known is, you know, Europe, right? We all know Europe as, you know, especially Western Europe as a very developed country in the world, right? Sorry, mm -hmm. not country, continent. <laughs> um, 
And so, you know, Berlin, Germany has gained, especially, right, a, a strong prominence for a startup hub, right? Mm. And so I think, right, as far as that comparing to Silicon Valley, it's actually pretty comparable, right? I think Berlin's startup scene has grown significantly thanks to lower cost of living, especially compared to Silicon Valley, right, which yeah, is very LA. expensive. <laughs> Um, I think it's a melting pot of creativity, right? It attracts talents from all over Europe, right? Because obviously those European states are very close together in terms of proximity. They're all pretty small states in terms of size. And so government programs um, like uh, exist and Berlin Partner offers support. Yeah, I think the main difference though between Silicon Valley and this, you know, Berlin and Germany is the access to venture capitalists and the resources because mm-hmm. Silicon Valley is known as the culture of a startup and like it's known for that enterprise for all these new companies trying to grow and establish themselves in this world but Berlin isn't really known for that but so even though it does have a very um, established startup hub I feel like the venture capitalists like venture capital um, like the access to venture capital is, is not as significant as it is in silicon right valley. yeah i think like something to add there's like obviously just because silicon valley is so much more well known there's just so many more startups there and because of that there's just more a better support system right mm-hmm. just simply because there's people that are there that are successful and it kind of teaches your brain that okay if these people can do it here so can i right mm-hmm. i think another okay so Berlin is very well known, but we know Silicon Valley is a very well known startup hub. Another very prominent established startup hub around the world is in Shanghai, in China. Um, Nikhil, do you want to go into like why that's so prominent? Yeah, definitely. I think um, what's interesting here is it's kind of, I guess, far away from what we consider the developed areas of the world right we consider western europe and the united states prominently to be those developed countries but china obviously because of its population and other factors is actually very prominent in terms of uh, the economy right it's obviously the second most um, highest gdp producing country and is expected to overtake the u.s um and maybe a few decades i'm not really sure on that but shanghai's startup ecosystem is driven by a combination of factors right including obviously the massive market size that comes <laughs> from being people um you know Formerly the number one most populated country, now number two. Um, not by that much, though, right? Um, yeah. And so, obviously, that access to manufacturing and a strong government support system through initiatives like the China-Shanghai pilot-free trade zone, right, has definitely, you know, promoted that growth. And companies like Alibaba and uh, Tencent have played a pivotal role in fostering innovation. Yeah, they. Uh, I'm pretty sure, I think it's either first or second in the amount of billionaires that the country has produced. I think USA is first and China is second, if I'm not yeah, wrong. Yeah. Uh, we have to check on that. But um, just the fact that there's so much innovation, so much economy driving towards entrepreneurship in that in Shanghai, which is the capital, right? Or not capital, but it's a prominent, it's one of the prominent cities. Prominent cities, yeah. Yeah, in, in China. So it's just the fact that it's driving that. And also, the fact is the labor in China is very cheap compared to that of the US. Mm. And so a lot of the manufacturing industry is like it's so much growth there in China. Like how many times have you seen a made in China sticker, right? And the fact is that because that's such a hub for manufacturing, it leaves it leaves such an opportunity for entrepreneurship and for startups to grow in that area. Yeah, definitely. Um for sure. Um, I think it's time to turn our attention to a country with a unique startup culture, which most of you actually don't know about, is Estonia. So, for those of you who don't know, it's a relatively small nation, but it's making waves and it has a significant impact on the economy now. So, what is their secret? Why is why are they such a prominent startup hub now in the present day? So, I think they've taken a really unique approach compared to these other 
you know, three, four areas we've talked about already, and that it has a, it's taken a digital first approach, right? And so what that means is that the government actually implemented a e-residency, making it easier mm. for entrepreneurs worldwide to establish and manage businesses, right? There's a lot of favorable tax policies. So if you don't know, a lot of companies do offshore businesses where, you know, they kind of establish their manufacturing or maybe even their headquarters in a different country. For example, if a U.S. entrepreneur wanted to establish their business, they might choose to do it in Ireland or a different country um, because of their, you know, lessened tax policies, right? Because yeah. obviously the U.S. is going to tax you a lot more than some of those other countries. Um, and so those favorable tax policies is definitely something that makes Estonia a great place to start a business. Exactly. And I guess it's like such a driving incentive um, towards this. If you guys want to learn more about offshore financing, we have had a previous episode on that, so you guys can go check that out. But For sure, yeah. um, that's just, that's, I guess it's like a prominent reason why Estonia is such a big startup hub in the present day. Um, and I think it's an interesting example of how such a small country is thinking globally in terms of the economy and how it's affected the entrepreneur hub in that area. But I think it's time to discuss maybe a larger country like India, right? It's home to a bustling startup ecosystem with cities like Bangalore at the forefront. So what is driving their growth? Yeah, so definitely. Obviously, I think one big thing is the you know the increase in the market. Obviously, it has overtaken China in the population, mm-hmm. and so that's definitely something that has contributed to its success. Um, and the access to capital has also improved significantly, right? With venture capitalists now showing more increased interest in the Indian market, companies like Flipkart and Paytm um, have, a, which is obviously similar to the U.S.'s PayPal system, mm-hmm. right? Has achieved kind of international recognition. Um, and another thing is in India, you know, there has been, it has not been as developed as a country traditionally as other countries such as um, um, Berlin, Germany, or cities like Berlin, Germany, or the United States as a whole. But recently they've been making strides to um, further their education. And a lot of, because they are, they're not a predominantly English speaking country, but now they are. And I think that's definitely helped them with their international relations and recognition as well. Exactly. That networking is really important. For sure. Yeah. Like the country as a whole is making strives to be better in almost every aspect. Like recently, they've um, launched the Chandrayaan 3, which has landed on the South Pole of the Moon. And I think that's a huge initiative for India, driving the ecosystem, driving the space um, economy. And so stuff like that has not only promoted you know one sector of the economy for them but also everything else and its drive initiatives and the startup culture there and like cities like bangalore just promoting and influencing people to you know take part in this initiative for sure and uh i think the last thing we're going to talk about now is uh tel aviv so that's actually israel's neighbor um, i'm sure most of you guys 90 percent of our viewers and maybe even 99 percent of our viewers have not heard of this and so it's actually earned the nickname the Silicon Wadi, right? It's obviously Silicon Valley, but Silicon Wadi. And so, Arnav, what's the story here? Yeah, so their success mirrors Israel's tech-driven culture. So it boasts a high concentration of startups and R&D centers. Um, but thing that's really interesting here is that the government provides support through the Israel Innovation Authority. Um so this fuels econ- fuels the economy, fuels the growth of startups, fuels the entrepreneurial spirit in the area, and just promotes that and fosters that connectivity and culture, right? I think what also helps, like an important point, is it has a very strong connection with the United States. It has access to the American venture capital firms that further fuel its growth. I know we we're talking about before the differences between Berlin, Germany, and Silicon Valley, and how Berlin didn't really have access to venture capitalism, but. The thing is, here in Tel Aviv, it has access to the United States and their venture capital firms, which can, 
you know promote their start <clears throat> promote their start culture and just get the initial boost of money and you know funding to you know foster the startups yeah, I think that's just uh, that. That's about um, the amount of time we had to cover um, all those different areas of the world that have a lot of startups. And so, I think the main takeaways that we can take away here, um, some of the patterns are we are seeing a very high education in the area, right? Everyone, a lot of the people there are very educated, right? They have access to pretty good schools, right? Yep. Growing up, um, and another thing is there are very big population centers, right? And obviously, that's important for their market size for sure. And a lot of thing is venture capital and just having a support system where there's so many other businesses there kind of creates like a domino effect of, you know, more businesses wanting to go there because there are a lot of businesses there, right? Yeah, because that's the sense of, uni- sense of unity and the yeah, culture there. Unity. And so with that, we'd like to conclude this episode of Explicably Inexplicables. Make sure you stay curious, stay informed, and tune in for more Explicably Inexplicables episodes. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Thank you.